Tonight we uh, we want to talk about Philips Hue lighting. This is something we all have been using because we all have it with the Echo uh, in this case, and some of us have it in different capacities. Um, I think I have the least amount of hardware when we talk about that, um, when we talk about the lighting. But uh, Mike, I, Mike Weger, I want to throw it over to you. Let's talk about, since you got the Echo, you actually bought the lighting first, and then you bought the, the Echo. But talk about what you have. I'll talk about me, and then we're going to throw it over to Mike, and we're going to work through the products. Yeah, so the Amazon Echo was one of those items where you pre-ordered it, and then you waited quite a long time before you actually got the Echo. So I pre-ordered my Echo and started to look around at, okay, how can I make this thing awesome? And obviously, hue lighting was the number one thing that I heard everyone talking about. So I ordered the lights, and obviously, those got there in two days. And so I had those about a month and a half before I got the Echo, which was kind of nice because I now have the experience of seeing how the hue works without the Echo and now playing around with it with the Echo. So I bought six of the Lux lights on the cheaper end. They're about $20 a bulb. I think $70 uh, It was what I paid for a starter kit with three bulbs and the actual little bridge you need to plug into your router. Grab six of those. So the Lux kind only do white. There's no color. So they're either on or off. They're just like very normal bulbs, which was kind of nice. I've been playing around with those and I've kind of seen, okay, maybe in certain circumstances I could use a uh, the full Philips Hue, the lighted ver or the full color version rather. Um, so I have six of those and now I use it with the Echo and that is what I'm working with. Uh, and it, it's been awesome. I don't know if we want to get into details yet or kind of go around and see what well, everyone has. Real quick, let me ask you where you're using them. So kind of in, in the, by room by room, how have you installed them? So I have one, our our dog's food dish that he eats out of, and he actually eats in the middle of the night for some reason. That's in our laundry room. So we have one in our laundry room. We have one in the dining room. And then we have actually two in each of the living room and the bedroom. Because both the living room and the bedroom, the light fixtures in there are, they actually can take up to three bulbs, but we only fill two of the spots. So we actually have two of them set to the same light fixture. It's kind of one that's on the ceiling. So we have uh, two in the... Two in the living, or no, sorry, I had two in the living room, two in the bedroom, and then one each in the dining room and the and the laundry room. So we kind of like that because we have it in the bedroom where it's accessible, and with the Amazon Echo, makes it really easy to turn off all the lights everywhere else, but leave certain ones on. Oh, I, I forgot. Actually, we have seven. I have one actually on my balcony as well. So outdoors on the balcony. I have Is that the there. same light? Did you have to buy a different light, or you're just running the same? Same light. It's in. It's one of those light fixtures that you know. It's kind of in a can. It's kind of got the screwed little, so it's got protection around it. I thought I might have problems with moisture uh, when it got really humid, moisture getting in there and maybe affecting the Philips Hue bulb, but haven't had any problems yet. And that is the only one I actually have on if this, then that. So the, the my balcony light turns on uh, when the sun goes down and turns back off when the sun comes up in the morning. So, From an echo standpoint, and you said you bought the three, the three light starter kit? That was so what that, I started with, yeah. And, and so like 99 probably is what you I paid. I was like 70 back when I bought it. I've got the, the two the two light kit is up right now. In fact, I put that link oh, in the Oh, you know what? Room. It is a two light kit. Okay. It's All a right, two so light starter kit. Okay, and that's the one I bought too. We just okay. have two lights on. Uh, we did the, the hall light and the living room light. Those are actually the two least accessible lights for us. And one of the few where a single bulb would actually do us any good. Uh, from that standpoint, a lot of our uh, kitchen fixtures are the mini lights, and so, you right. know, we're going to need to think about that when we move into the next house, uh, as far as that goes. But when you think about your Echo, so you've got the outside one on if this and that, your inside ones are on the Echo. 
how many different scenes? Mike's going to talk. Mike, uh, Mike Howard's going to talk about some scenes here in a little bit. But how many different scenes do you have, or did you use scenes, or did you just name the lights individually and and then make maybe one all lights off? Well, okay. Unless I have done this incorrectly, which I totally could have. I don't think the Echo can interact with the scenes, quote unquote, that you set up in the Hue app. Oh, you have okay. to use the you have to use the actual like in the Echo. They have I don't, I don't know if they're called groups or whatever they're called. I think called. they are groups. Yeah, I think, I think they're right. groups. So the Echo, you have to set up your own groups, which was kind of confusing because I had set up scenes when I first got these lights and then kind of had to switch gears. Uh, but really, I don't, actually don't even use them because of the fact that my apartment is so small and each of those rooms is very individualized. I have off, which turns everything off. I have turned the main lights off, which is living room and dining room because those are right next to each other. And then all the rest of them, I can just we just named them and I tell Echo to turn them off individually. So I don't use too many scenes and I'll just tell her manually to dim the lights if we want to dim them. So I don't have scenes set in the sense of dimming them or anything like that. I just tell her, hey, we're watching a movie. Let's dim it down to 10%. So. Okay. Let's hold the experience because I want to ask you some echo experience questions yeah. as we get a little bit farther. In my setting, I'm even simpler than you. So we just bought the starter kit, two lights, one bridge, connected to the echo. We have two groups, and I confuse groups and scenes there. So I hope the scenes right. are in the... Hue app that's both Android or iPhone. The groups are how the Echo sees them. We just have uh, really one group, so it's all on or all off, and then the other. Then we have them individually. So we have we have a, um, a front room light, and we have a uh, front door light. And so we tr you can turn those on and off individually or dim them appropriately. We did well. We'll talk about experience here in a second. Or turn them all off, and that's one of the nice things. As we're heading up the stairs, the Echo is right there in the kitchen, and you can say, Alexa, turn all the lights off, and whoosh, they just all go down on you from that standpoint. I haven't hooked anything more to it. Mike Howard, you've gotten a little more aggressive, although Mike's got a lot of lights. Yeah, no, Mike has a lot of lights, too. Yeah. You've gotten a little more aggressive about this. Talk about your setup. I, I have five of the Hues and two of the Luxes, and mine are two in the family room where the TV is, uh, one in the the den, the front, the room in the front of the house, and then four in our bedroom. We have a ceiling fan in our bedroom, and the little remote control for the ceiling fan had it, it broke where you couldn't hardly turn on the lights. And I could have just uh, you know replaced the ceiling fan. I tried to replace the the remote, but that didn't work. So I said, you know what? Instead, I'm looking for where I can put more of these lights. So I went out and bought. Uh, I think after talking to you, I bought two of the the Hue and two of the Lux to put in the ceiling fan. So we have four of them in the ceiling fan in our bedroom. Uh, you know, the, 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 the advantage of the Lux is it's much cheaper, but I'm not sure I would do that again in this case because the mix, the mix of them, I'm having trouble getting the light quality to be the same coming out of all four. But what we do is I have a lot of alarms set. So my wife wakes up two hours before me, and she needs a little bit of a night light. So what I have is an alarm set that just one light pointing, you know, you think of the ceiling fan coming down with four lights. The one light that's pointed away from the bed comes on at, you know, let's say, I'm going to give a percentage, it doesn't say percent, but let's say 20% blue. And that one's pointed away and gives her a little night light as she wakes up to go and do that, and it stays on like that. And then when I wake up, my phone alarm goes off, and at the same time, all four lights come on at like 40%. At the same time, so you know, now we have light to get ready in the morning. Are you doing that with the app, or are you doing I'm that do with the Echo? I'm doing that with the app, so all that's predefined. And then downstairs, so that the, the the one light comes on for my wife at you know, like I said, when she wakes up, 
I know about what time she's going to get downstairs, so I have the one the, one of the ones downstairs come on, um, you know, a little bit before she's going to come, wake up and go downstairs, and then at one o'clock at night or whatever o'clock or whatever time at night, they all go off downstairs just automatically. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, and then I have a couple other things that that y'all don't have. Yeah, that, keep going, keep going. Is I have for my wife, I have the Hue Tap. And this is a little device. I don't know how. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, no, you're good. Small it is. It has four buttons on it. It is no battery, no no power whatsoever. It's all I think it's kinetic energy, and you assign, you know, connects to your your little bridge, your Hue bridge, whatever that thing is, and you'll see it as one of your your devices, and then you assign a scene to each one of those little buttons, and the top button you probably can't see, but that is like the whole thing. And so I had this sitting on my wife's bedstand for the for the bedroom, and one scene is all off, and then the other three scenes are all on, um, the the nightlight one, and then I think another one is like, um, you know, a dimmed setting. So that's really great for her. If I press it, something will actually happen. But I can I can press the all off. You just press it down. Yeah, it's just a button. You just press yeah. it down. Now it's are the lights off. going off up there? Well, she's probably not. She probably doesn't have one. But if she did. They would be going off. Yes, and it's it is weird. You know, so we have this up in the bedroom on the second floor, and the the wee bridge. I mean, not the wee bridge, but the the Hugh bridge is downstairs on the first floor. So they're not they're not even close to each other, and it still works just fine. And it's interesting because no batteries. It's no batteries. Just, it's like a, it's like an old school switch in some way, but it it somehow has enough energy to transmit that to the. Right, Wi-Fi and make that kind of make all those things happen. So you know, I have various scenes on my phone, but my wife is is not wanting to turn lights on and off with the phone or change scenes or everything. So I may get another one of these for downstairs and hook and do different scenes down there. Now that's a sixty dollar. I know. Switch. It's not. It's not, <laughs> not cheap, but hey, the wife has really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. other thing I got, and I'll see if I can turn it on. It's it's right here by me. Because we haven't actually installed it yet, I have to go to the app. So give me some filler time. Here. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Should I start singing or you know? I have. There we go. Oh, uh, you probably can't see the lights too much, can you? A little bit. Yeah. Strip lighting. Yep. Yep. Yeah, little LEDs be, on there, right? Yeah. So maybe it'd be better if I went to the the other app. But this is the strip lighting, and where I was thinking about using this, it still hasn't been hooked up. But it's you know it's got the little stickiness, little sticky stuff underneath. Uh, you can cut it to shrink it if it's too long. It is six and a half feet long of light. Uh, then there's there's a probably just as much long length of just cord, so you can you know run it somewhere if you if you power outlet is further away from where you want to put it. I just turned on the disco app. <laughs> but I was thinking about putting this underneath the kitchen. The kitchen cabinets. Now this is actually Hue branded. It is. It's the Hue light strip. Okay. Okay. And it's it's you know I don't know if you can see the colors. You might see them on my arm, but it's yeah. it is colored. Yep. No, I can see. Yeah, we can see it. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, hold I'm on. using. I should, I should um, put you in focus. One sec. There we go. I'm using the uh, the disco app. Yeah, so under counter or accent lights or down a stair or you know something like that where you want to hide those lights up underneath. Bookcase, uh, 
something right. like that. I don't know how much you would do the disco thing. And, uh, and you know, first I was wondering, could this be a replacement for my kitchen fluorescent lights? I have one over the the kitchen sink and one over one big one over the whole kitchen, and I really would like to replace those. But those this is, doesn't put out enough light to replace like a fluorescent light. Right. It's and those are nice. It's an accent. It's an accent yeah. light. Is that those, are, those are ninety. Are you yeah, sure? For the, it looks like it. Uh, 89.95. Single. Right. Philip. Okay. Yeah. 25, okay. 99.82. I never said these were cheap things. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just want to set the expectations, right? I mean, we are still in the expensive days of lighting. Now, this lighting right. will last forever, right? I mean, it is super long, long lighting on this, and so I'm not trying to justify it, by the way. Twenty dollars, Mike, for you and I, Mike Weger. Twenty dollars a bulb. Little, I mean, I when fluorescents first came out and they were seven dollars a bulb, I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" You know, because we were so used to buying incandescent lights for, you know, ninety nine cents or whatever. Right. And, uh, twenty dollars for me, that was that was the max. I was when I saw the lux for twenty, I was like, "Okay, maybe it's a it's approachable." So. Mike Howard, uh, Ken asks, is it dimmable or the strip? Is it dimmable? Yes, okay. the, the, it can do everything the hue can do. It can. It's one of your lights on, you know, on your scenes. You can schedule it to be on and off. You can change the color, all the colors that the hue can do. It can be dimmed. Uh, actually, underneath our cabinets, because I did like place it under there like a dry fitting where you, you don't actually connect it. And I didn't like it at 100%. 100% was too bright for accent lighting in this case. So I was wearing it maybe at like 30, 40%. Uh, and I, you know, for most of the time, I'm just going to want a white light. The one thing is, you know, you can't, you can't add on to it. You'd have to buy another one. So if you, like in my case, I have three distinct areas of, of underneath cabinet. So I would have to buy three of these if I wanted to do all three of them. Yeah, it's but it's permanent lighting. Let's let's be yeah. clear about this. When you put this in, it's going to be in for a while. I mean, most right. mo, like if you think about your kitchen, most people remodel their kitchen every 15 years in, in you know probably on average. You're going to probably replace it 15 years from now or, or or so. It says 18 on the website. That's always best. You know, that's that's like the cars that get 75 miles to the gallon, right? Nobody right. actually believes that. But um, no, very cool. Yeah, there's some videos out there if you wanted to see how different people are using it. I've seen people use it in a bookcase. I had it in this bookcase back here. I was going to demo it from back there, but I don't think it would have came through the video here very well, and I wanted to show it up closer. But it's six and a half feet of actual light, and I don't at least you know close to that of you know cable to get you to wherever you need to go. It would it would crush me to cut that thing. Like <sighs> yeah, there are. You know, you, I don't know how well you can see it, but like where there, there's a little spots where you can cut it. it shows shows you a little scissor. At ninety dollars, <laughs> it would crush me to uh, yeah. to cut that. I'm just saying that would be a that'd be a tough. tough and speaking, of, I know neither one of you guys have the the hue. You both have the lux. Lux, yeah. Uh, what we the two that are in our family room that are both of them are hues. You know, when we're watching a, when I'm watching, I, I think I'm the only one in the family does this. But when I'm watching a movie. Or watching TV, and it's at night and it's dark. Our little, the little lamp that we have next to me, when it's on, and it's a hue light. When it's on in a normal setting, you can see a reflection of the the light in the in the TV. So I have a on my phone. I have um, a widget. I have to get to it. 
a widget, you know, from the Hue app. You, I don't know if you guys installed the widgets. You may not be able to see it here. But one of the scenes is is Den Movie, and I just press that button, Den Movie, and those two lights go to about 30%, and they turn blue because I like blue. And and now I don't have any reflection on the TV. No, I think, and this is where on the app, so on the phone app, you get some great control with the scenes. Uh, where you can set that scene, you know, like you like you're saying the scene from there. But it also has really nice. I'll show up there. It has really nice sliders. So like yeah. right now you can see they're off, right? And then I can I could turn on the front door. I just turned on the front door light and turned it up. The other day the Echo was struggling to get them all off. Uh, it was it was stuck in some percentages, and Sarah was like, I don't know how to make Alexa get them all off. I'm telling her to turn them off, and they wouldn't go off fully. They were dimmed about 10%. Then that's I'm like, hold on. So I just grabbed my phone and manually brought them down this way. To um, So do you find yourself, Mike, uh, Howard, do you find yourself using the app very much? Yeah, you know, I, I use the uh, the Kindle every now and then, but I use the app way more than that. And uh, if I can answer Mark's question, he's asking, you know, is it connectable? Is Can you take this and connect it to another one? No, I don't think you can. I, maybe if you knew how to do some soldering or something, Version but it's not. Two. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. Two. It's not made for that. And uh, he says they have a corners. No, there's no corners. And it's, it's fairly flat, so it's not going to. You know, it's going to bunch up a little bit if you try and turn it. But, it, you know, it's so flat that you can hide. If it has any lip underneath what you're hiding in it, you should be able to hide it. For me, you, you showed your, your lights there, and, you know, here's – I have a number of them. I'm not sure Mike Weaver has, you know, a long list there too. One of the problems I have, and I'm on Android. I don't know if you all have this on your iPhone. If you, if you see that, you can see most of my lights are off. If I try and scroll – down to change lights. I'm often turning lights on as I scroll up and down. I had that same exact problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish there was room somewhere. So I often have to scroll right at the edge yeah. to try not to turn lights on and off. That's a software design flaw, right? There should be a scroll area here that's not accessible by the light function. Right. So you, when you touch it, 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 um, you're not turning them on or off. That's a you, you ought to submit use... that. Do you use the notification widgets on the iPhone? I don't. Okay, so like what you can do is you can, so from the main screen, when you swipe that notification bar down, you see I have a row of scenes. And so just to have it really quick and accessible from anywhere without even unlocking my phone, you can just swipe that down. And so the equivalent of the widget on the Android phone, they do have it for iPhone. No, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. So that, that, that thing that Mike just showed, like our widget here is is really helpful if you want quick access to just do a, a small number of yeah I don't have a hundred scenes only have a you know maybe a half dozen scenes but I can get to the main ones I want to do right there really easy. Well, because that was my one problem when I was using the app before I had the Echo was that pulling out your phone every time to turn on and off your lights anything to make that quicker was a nice yeah. little addition. And I think I'm gonna you know you mentioned connecting it to if this and that. Uh, Mike Weger, uh, right for your outside. Right. Um, do you have that one on? A, so for if this and that, is that like on dusk it comes on and then it goes off at a certain hour? Is that what you're, you're doing? Yeah, it was one of those built-in recipes for on sunrise, turn the lights on, or sorry, turn the lights off in my case, and on yeah. dusk, turn the lights on. So, Are you using, Mike Howard, are you using anything like that for yours? I am, uh, somewhat, but I have mine all set in alarms for when I want them to come on. The where I'm using if this and that is with my Fitbit. If I get an achievement, 
it turns all the lights on to a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> That's and apparently, awesome. Apparently they cycle through all the colors, and I don't think they will ever stop. So we were away from the house one time whenever my I hit an achievement. Like, I guess it was number of steps or whatever. And it was like 30, 40 minutes before we got back home, and they were still going. <laughs> That's wow. great. Get home, and everything's flashing Going through yeah. all the, the the different colors. I had yeah. set mine up to do that. Like when I got an email, just to see how well it would work, and, and all the lights flash when I got an email. But I get so many like hundreds of emails yeah. a day, who's just constantly going off. So and of course it's not instant because I think if this and that is like a 15 minute cycle or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it, it wasn't too too instant. But the one thing I was gonna do is like I'm a huge Husker football fan, and if I had the hue, I'd probably have the lights blink like red or something when they scored a touchdown. I think that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Mark, uh, Mark had put in chat um, a the corner brackets for there's some uh, looks like um, what's this for 50/50 RGB these LED strips. Uh, Mike, I imagine that Philips will get more sophisticated with these strips, where you know, because I, I would think to me as a de- in a design, I would have designed one foot, so you would have had one that was the you know, it would have the connector in it, and it would be yeah. one foot long, and then it would have an adapter. And you could then buy one-foot sections to match what you want, as well as, in, in to Mark's point, I mean, a corner bracket's important in lighting, especially if you're going to go up under shelf. So I don't know. You know, from a strip standpoint, not as, not as convenient maybe as in its first version, right? Yeah, Mark's right. And one thing, I, yeah, it's new to me. I don't know how long the Hue lights have been out. But I'm, I'm a little spoiled in what we're seeing with uh, the Alexa, with the Amazon Echo, where we're, we're getting innovation on it on a constant basis. And I feel like the Hue has been kind of somewhat stagnant since I bought it. I don't think I've had a, an app update. And there's a lot, there's, the app is good, but there's a lot of improvements they could make, like the one we talked about scrolling, some of the other uh, setting the colors and that kind of stuff is, is a little difficult sometimes. And what you can do online you know, I wish you could do more stuff online with the the lighting. Yeah, you can't it, you can't set a scene up online, or do any of your alerts. Or, I mean, alarms or anything like that online either. You have to do yeah. it all through your phone. It's still not super complete, right? I mean, I think we've got some feature updates coming that or need to come with it. I'll remind you, if you do have the Echo, we have the Amazon Echo Know It Guide. So if you go out to knowitguy.com, and that's really the first section there. I've been keeping track of all the Amazon uh, change uh, emails. Every Friday we get an email with everything that's updated. And so you can either watch for your email or come out here to the to the Know It Guide for the Echo. And I'll post those change logs every week as we go out there. And so you can see the new things that are being added to the Echo. That is nice, Mike, that they are making uh, solid updates to it. Um, new things are coming along those lines. Mike Weger, I want to ask you, let's talk a little bit about frustrations as we do this. So we've talked about how cool this stuff is, but it can be a little frustrating too. So what have you found is difficult uh, with between the Echo and your lights? Well, so like I said, before I had the before I had the Echo, the frustration was getting your phone out every time to turn on and off the lights. And then once I got the Echo, once it was a completely voice-activated Thing, it was a lot better, but there are still some pain points, some things you have to learn how um, Alexa wants to hear you talk to her. So, for example, when I, I named all my lights, so my dining room light, my living room light, if I tell Alexa for some reason, if I say turn on the dining room light, 
she gets a little bit confused. I just have to say, turn on dining room light. Because she's looking for turn on and then the name. And if you throw any extra words in there, she'll get confused. So sometimes you have to change up your natural way of speaking and maybe cut off some words or, or really learn well, how add, she wants uh, to go with. Add the to the group, right? You could just add the to the group so she's... I guess I could do that. I never thought of that. There you go. <laughs> you might have just made my wife extremely happy, Jim. Because <laughs> it drives her nuts. She's always getting so mad at uh, Alexa. Because that is the natural way you'd say it. Turn off the living room rights. Or turn right. off the, yeah. Right. So um, so that, that was a little bit of a pain point. But I'm going to try that now and see if that works out any better. But overall, not too many frustrations. Honestly, a lot of positivity, a lot of good things. And um, they always talk about, you know, we talk about the wife approval factor and it's huge in, in my family, at least. My wife loves it. She uses them all the time. And her favorite thing is being able to control it from uh, from the bed. So when we get into bed, we can have left all the lights on and we have the Amazon Echo remote in our bed. So we don't have to yell. We can just click the remote and whisper, hey, turn off all the lights. And all the lights go off and it's a great way to, you know, peacefully turn off all the lights before we go to bed. Mark had just thrown in the, the chat room, and I hadn't seen this, uh, so I was saying, you know, it would be nice if they had an extendable version. It looks like maybe they, the Hue Light Strip Plus is that um, shape and cut the strip in nearly any form and use the adhesive tape. No, maybe plus, plus, okay, blah, blah, blah. Extend, it says extend Philips Hue Light Strip Plus up to 10 meters by adding a one-meter extension to cover larger surfaces. There's a plus now? Uh, yeah, let's 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 look that up. As I was really shocked at all of the different models of Hue lights they have now. I mean, they have a ton of new models. Well, you know, and this is an area when we think about. I don't see that on Amazon. Um, this is an area where there are a, there are a lot of competitors coming in now. We're not going to try and cover. There's lots of different ways. I shouldn't say lots. There are handfuls of ways to do this now with other technologies that are out there that are even interacting with the uh, with the Echo. And so and, and the, the crazy thing about the Echo is that they just keep taking on everything, uh, you know, the different kind of lighting um, sources that are out there. They just keep taking on more and more and more uh, pieces to it. So it's one of those things, you know, we started with Hue because that was one of the, the very early um, one of the early ones. Now there's a, a Samsung a Smart Things Hub, the Smart Things Outlet, Light uh, Lightify Smart Connected LED, um, and then there's a whole list of. Let me go out to the site here real quick. They've got a whole list of products. Well, these are a lot of. I'll throw this uh, in the chat room as well. But the of course the Wemo from Belkin. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of those. Uh, quirky bulbs is another one that uh, is compatible now with the uh, with the echo with the echo. So I haven't done any research. Let me see how this this fits. I haven't done any research on any of these, so I don't know. With the exception of the Hue, I haven't looked into any of these, but they do seem to be adding tons of stuff all the time. Have either one of you looked at any other system besides the Hue, uh, or I, besides the Philips lighting? I I don't remember which ones I looked at, but I did look at some others before I purchased this and. And this is the one that I, I wanted. The Hue was the one I wanted. Yeah. I remember looking at the switches. I think, the, is it Wemo that has the switch, the wall yeah, switch that you can install? Mm -hmm. And that's what I was looking at when originally I found out that my you know overhead light is three light bulbs. I'm like, well, I could do that all just with a switch instead of doing a smart bulb. So that was a consideration. I went, I went with the bulb just because it was easier. 
Yeah, so let me uh, let me share my screen here for a second, and uh, you guys can take a look. This is straight from the Amazon Echo page, and so you see the hue. There's the three pack that we were talking about that starts at 199. You can see, uh, you know, they have these these smart connected LED this these lights um, from um, from Lightify. They're not any cheaper. Those are 31 bucks. Mike, here's your Wemo switch yep. that you were talking about there. A uh, a Cree, I hadn't heard of that. Here's your hub. So that's some Samsung Smart Things Hub, 99 bucks. So, you know, not uh, not particularly cheap when we think about that. Um, here's uh, here is the Belkin Wemo a light switch, uh, Mike. Kind of like what you have there with the with tap. the tap. That um, bloom looks interesting too. The 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 the, the, the hue um, bloom because I'm stuck on the on the uh, Philips things. Mm-hmm. But that bloom looks interesting. Now, what's the bloom? I don't know. It just looks interesting. <laughs> it just looks interesting. Here, we'll do I don't it. even know how it gets its power. Because in any of the examples you see it in, it doesn't have a any kind of power cable. So I don't know if it's battery or if they're just hiding the power cable. One of the interesting things with Philips and with their bridge, 50 devices. It will control up to 50 devices um, on a single bridge. So once you get a bridge, you don't have to worry about, you know, here's a, uh, where the, there's a light strip start, uh, starters pack here, 100, 200 bucks, but you get two of the light packs, which I shouldn't do it that way, two of the light packs plus the bridge, and that's the that's kind of the key. Oops, sorry, the kind of the key. You got to get that bridge first, and then you can start ever adding everything to it. Here we'll go back here and just see. My, when we first got these, my wife, uh, two things. One, she didn't see why would we ever want color in the lights. And two, the, the the light that we have downstairs, which was on one of those old manual timers, you remember those that you plug into the wall and you'd have to turn a dial on it to set it for the times? It, that thing worked. And she said, I got to have that light on when I come downstairs in the morning because she wakes up so early. And she didn't want to trust this, this stuff. And I said, it'll work, trust me. So, you know, turning that on and having it come on every morning for has been, uh, you know, no big deal. It works every time. And so she's accepted it. And then when she would come in there and start watching a movie and I turn it on to that, you know, dimmed blue light, uh, it doesn't have to be blue, but dim, dim blue light, she sees the value in, hey, having these lights there, and especially lights that we can dim, the color is still just like a neatness factor. And, and for me, down in our family room, we're watching TV, you got the two lights that are in the family room, and then in the kitchen, which is right off of that, we have two fluorescent lights, one over the kitchen sink, one main one over there. Those are ones I've not found a solution for. I'd like to have a wireless, because I'm, I'm hooked on Wi-Fi stuff in the house now. I'd like to have a wireless Wi-Fi replacement for those lights. And I don't think Philips makes anything, and I haven't found anything anywhere else. But a LED wireless Thing that you know, maybe I, I of course I have to ballast out and maybe do a little bit of rewiring, but I want to use the basic setup. I want it to fit in that section. Yeah, see, I think if it were me, I've got one too. I've got that two four foot, is it four foot? Maybe two foot bulbs. That uh, you know, there's there's two of them up there, and it, it provides that that uh, lighting over the sink. I think I'd actually pull that down and retrofit it with can lights, the can hue lights, and then put two. Two up there, a little more expensive at like forty bucks, and probably another forty dollars for the the two cans that got to go in there. So you're you know you're at a, you know at eighty bucks for the light, where a fluorescent light's probably going to be forty forty five dollars for that space. 
but you're going to get a lot longer life out of it, and you're going to get control. And I think those two spots would do pretty well. These lights are pretty bright. I mean, the the hue lights, the lux, the hue are lights are bright. Yeah, they are. And and I guess I could do that, but I would need I would probably need to hire somebody to come. Yeah. Do that. Well, yeah, because you got to run the wiring then back up. And right. yes, we have a four foot over the main area of the kitchen and a two foot over the sink, and I'd want to replace those because right now, you know, what we do is just turn those lights off. And when you turn on the blue, you know, low blue light while you're watching TV, it creates a real scene. And if we had those lights that can join in, it would really create a mood downstairs. And now one of the things we haven't talked about is whenever you're setting up a scene, so let's say you set up one of the, the standard scenes that they have already built there, sunset or rainbow or something like that. What, what that scene is, and you can do a photo. You can have one of your own photos that you've added as a scene, and you just pick – you add whatever lights are going to be in the scene, and you pick – where that light is uh, placed in in the the photo. So I want the blue of this, I want the red of that, I want the green of this, whatever you want. And it it makes those lights not all the same color. It creates a scene by having them different colors. Or you can have them all the same color if you want. But it it creates a scene like that. Mike Weger, did you need need to go get something? No, I had to go let our guests into the house. Okay, (laughs) very good. Uh, there had been a question in chat. Um, Chris had asked, can you link non-Hue Zigbee bulbs with the Hue Hub? And I think the answer to that is no. Um, but the, Mark chimed in and said the SmartThings Hub works with multiple formats, Z-Wave, Zigbee, and Wi-Fi. So that might be the solution. I don't – I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. This is – I mean, I am so limited in my knowledge of what works with what. I am not a home gadget you know, or a home automation geek at this point, even though we call this show Home Gadget Geeks, more around phones, computers, those kinds of things. The home autos- the home automation stuff, very, I never got in on the Zigbee or the Z-Wave. That was, those were the early days of home automation. Nothing for me on that. And so this is all new, I mean, very, very new to me, so. One other thing you can, I'm, I'm pretty much the same boat, Jim. One other thing I can't do on my Android, I don't know if y'all can do it on y'all's, is I can't change the lights when I'm outside of my Wi-Fi. So I can't change the lights from work to turn on a light because I have to be connected to my Wi-Fi with, with the app. And you can't do it from their, from their web browser either, from their website. Yeah, got to be in the local network. Yeah, is that to be able to pull that off? Can, well, I think the workaround is you can actually talk to your Echo through the app, or at least you can tell her thing, or you can like... Tap on certain things in the app, right? Even if you're beyond your Wi-Fi, I think is the way it works. I don't know. I have to test that. I've always wondered. So in that case, you'd have to use the Echo as your conduit to the lights. Right. And I might be mistaken on that, but I thought there was some way to do it through the Echo app. Okay. Yeah, and so Ken asked, what what tech is the Hue using? Just Wi-Fi. And I I don't know. I think. I don't know. That's a good question because, you know, in my case, my... A Hue bridge or whatever is connected to a um, a switch, which then is connected to my you know my main switch downstairs, and that thing I don't know how it's communicating with the rest of rest of yeah no I don't know maybe somebody I don't think each, each light bulb doesn't have an IP address maybe checking now do they not I thought they, they each I one of them they does do not. I'm checking I thought so now. too See, yeah do they each have a their own I think they do when they come in and it, it shows. Let me see. Yeah, sure. Because I don't think I don't think they're connecting wirelessly to the hub, so I think they'd have to, wouldn't they? 
Yeah, they'd have to connect Wi-Fi. That's how they get picked up. And then, you know, so basically when you get the kit, you turn on the switches. So you remove the lights, your old lights, put your new lights in, turn on the switch, come down and plug the, the bridge in, install the app, and it works. I mean, it was the easiest thing. I had it running in five minutes. And um, there's no Mac says, uh, would you use a, a VPN to allow you control it from work? And yes, that does work. Back when I, I have a Raspberry Pi that acts as a VPN, and that, that does work. So you can kind of trick it. But yeah, you're right. I'm not seeing my lights on my yeah. Wi-Fi. I see the I see the the bridge or the whatever it's called. What's that thing called? Yeah, yeah the, the bridge. The, the bridge. I see the bridge on my network, but I don't see any of the other lights. So Mark says it's Zigbee. Lights are Zigbee. How the hue works. Yeah, if you go to here, I'll put this developers page out there for you guys. Again, I, I'm brand new to this, but we wanted to share just some, some of the cool technology. Since we were all using it, you know, it was one of those things we wanted to come at it. Um, oh, Mark had already thrown it in there. That's how I had gotten out there. <laughs> um, wow. Having a stellar night from that standpoint. But, um, yeah, so this is the, out, the lights, the output system. These smart bulbs contain three types of LEDs specifically chosen to produce a range of colors and intensities. These are yours. Uh, lights create a mesh network with each other, which enables each light to pass on messages to the next, extending the range and making everything more robust. Ah. They are connected to the bridge via an open standard protocol called Zigbee Light Link. If, uh, uh, if you'd like to start a project, blah, 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 that's in there. So That's there probably go. why this thing, you know, it's not, have, it's not having to communicate all the way back downstairs. It, it has help from the, all the lights we have around. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thanks, Mark. That's good information. Yeah. The bridge is used to enable your smart bulbs to communicate with each other and with the portal via the internet. The main set of APIs for those offered by the bridge these allow you to control all settings of your lights in your system. The APIs require direct access to your bridge so that uh, you only so that you only be able to access them when your app and bridge are on the same local network according to the developer API there. So interesting. Tons of apps on the on the phone too. I mean there's apps, they've got all kinds of apps that you can use to control the lights. So I think with that we'll kind of we'll kind of wrap up the discussion on on you know Philips Hue lighting. Tons of other things that go with it. Love to hear from you. You know, one of the things that and I'm not again, I'm kind of new to the whole home automation. If you're listening to this and you're a home automation guru and you want to come on and talk about it, uh, Mike and I, Mike Weger and I, love to have you on. So contact me, Jim, at TheAverageGuy.tv. It's been a while since we've had any kind of new, you know, we've infused some new hosts onto here, and we'd like to do that uh, around the echo, around the lighting, around the smart things. Kevin Schoonover, of course, has been really good at that, of coming on the show and bringing all that cool stuff in. But uh, maybe it's time to get a few of you in here. So you've been thinking about it. If you... Here's how you know you should be on the show, right? If the, you were driving and the whole time we were talking, you were shouting at us <laughs> <All wrong. laughs> the right answers, right? That's how you know you should probably be on the podcast. And uh, and so uh, if you think so, and I will audition you. That's one of the things uh, we're going to do. We'd like to have a good mic and some of those things. But but uh, send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv, and we can, uh, we can uh, meet up and figure out what you want to talk about. I'd love to get some more. Since it is Home Gadget Geeks, I'd love to get some more information around that. So, uh, 